Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, your life improvement series starts now. Hey, Heal Squad with Maria Menounos fans. No, Bob Maria Menounos. It's Mr. Maria Menounos, your backup quarterback, sitting in with Kelsey Meyer for part two of our interview. Hey, Kelsey. Hey. <laughs> Hot two of our interview with Dr. Kim DeRamo. Uh, doing a little mind-body healing. little alternative version of Joe Dispenza. We're very similar. Um, I know in our part one, if you're just tuning into this, check out our part one because that was very rich uh, with a lot of great healing modalities and ways in which um, you can heal yourself, but also way you can actually prevent yourself from getting sick and and have a more blissful and rich life and experience. And today on this episode, we're going to talk about a lot, but including parenting. Um, uh, And that was a, that was really big, Kelsey. It was, we, God, we even talk about, it was something, Kelsey, you were profoundly affected by a moment. (laughs) I could see it on your face. Yeah. Yeah, well, so we were talking about she was sharing something about her daughter. Um, hey, you and know then, what, Kelsey? Let's do this. Huh? She shared a moment with her daughter, something the daughter went through in school that's very relatable to anyone Gen Z or millennial, and even like early Gen X, you yeah. know, younger Gen X is going to relate to it. So let's let's run the interview, Kelsey. Perfect. With Dr. Kim, former ER doctor who now runs Mind Body TV. Um. Let's play the interview, Kelsey, and then we'll wrap up. We'll talk about, you know, how you felt and 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 uh, how it moved you. Any quotes before we start, Kelsey, or no? Did I just you catch know, you off guard? No, you didn't catch me off guard. Let me see. I'm going to pull a different one because... Don't stand up in a canoe. <laughs> don't stand up in a canoe, Dr. Don't, Kim DeRamo. Yeah, don't eat yellow snow. Good. No, you know what? You actually did. You caught me too off Oh, no, no. Here I go. Hold on. Here's another one. Mind-body medicine is vibrational healing through increasing our frequency and reaching higher levels of consciousness. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing, guys. (laughs) No, that seems 
woo-woo and very out there and all that, but it actually really isn't. And I hope yeah. that through our interviews, we were able to show that why it makes sense, uh, why this philosophy makes sense and why, um, to me, it's the only path in this mm -hmm. this century with technology and the environment. I mean, this is the only path. Um, and you'll either get it or you won't. I guess that's the, the other thing we learned yesterday is, you know, can't really even stress out about who's going to realize or not. I just hope yeah. everyone does. Because I want everyone, I, you know, I want everyone to be able to navigate this new normal, as we say. New normal. Normal in Boston. Okay, you guys, part two of our interview with Dr. Kim. We'll be back uh, with a little outro once it's concluded. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code HEELSQUAD for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code HEELSQUAD. Trust me, you won't regret it. These big giant truth bombs come in and they make, and they're wonderful because they make me pause and think and 
you know, and, and go further to learn more because there's definitely something so, I don't know if the word's ethereal, but this it's, it's, it's so out there to grasp, but I, be, I know, I feel like this is the 21st century and you will like, you know, the early 1900s, it were people who were like, just begin, you know, in the twenties, that's when that, usually they say, historians will say that twenties begins, really begins a century. And I feel like you and Joe Dispenza, the work you all are doing, and we're seeing more of it with people come on our show. It's the twenties. So it's, we're really beginning this consciousness that is not even, um, not even a uh, as much of a choice as it's going to become a necessity to, with technology and the environment and everything going on. I think it's the only way humans are going to ascend. I think we're you're at the early levels of it. Um, but that's why I'm really strong about how can we continue to clarify it, humanize it, regular guy and gal, it, <laughs> so yeah. to speak. Yeah, mainstream. Um, Mainstream it. Yeah. Kelsey, like, I would love to hear, you know, did any of this speak to you? You know, what's funny. I think one of the things I wrote down is just, is the suppressing of the experience, because I think that like going through my life, it, it's hard so much of it. And I, and I'm only speaking for myself in this moment. Like I feel so much, I feel such in like, so much at such an intense level that like for me, I couldn't, I, I couldn't feel all my experiences because it would have just like kept me from yeah. moving forward. And that's where like, I think you have you need to a better yeah. digest a process. You need to learn how to digest the energy yeah. so that it moves through the more resistance we hold that, that it's going to overwhelm us. Mm. The more, um, allowance we are in, which is surrender, the energy could just move right through. Boom, 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 moves right through. It doesn't affect us or it gets stuck. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I need to work on because I think I've definitely gotten better, but oh yeah, especially well, that's the being, who am I being? If I'm being the small self, the small self really only knows fear, survival, mm. fight or flight. And that's why things are so overwhelming. So it's who am I being? And, and always you could do a little check-in with yourself when things are overwhelming or you get triggered or a situation is not what you want. You just ask, who am I being right now? And just the asking is a shift enough because now you're in a higher obser observation. Just, just by asking. Just by asking. Who am I being? Hey. Well, who am and I I'm being sure now, right? Go ahead, Kelsey, please. I was just gonna say, because when you ask it, like it pulls you into that, like the present, it pulls you like into your body when you actually yes. even ask just the question. Yes, it brings you into wow. observer. An observer is a higher frequency than the object. Mm. <laughs> okay, stop, everybody. Pump <laughs> <laughs> breaks. The, and I've heard you say this before and I've written it down. The observer, say that again. The observer is a higher frequency in consciousness than the object. So think about God when we're in these situations, if we can take the time to observe, right? Rather than just make the reaction. Yes. As soon as I go to observer, I'm allowing more fluidity. So a lot of the density just clears. And, that, and to clarify, that's what I meant about gathering data. That's my regular guy term for it is I'm observing, which I wasn't before. 
I would just, oh, I'm happy now. Wow, I yeah. feel good right now. <laughs> Keep whatever. Or like, you know, I'm down in the dumps. Ah, screw it. I'll just push through. I'll, you know, drink a Diet Coke. I'll, you know, whatever. And, and I, I wasn't observing. Yep. And there's such a power in that. And then with, you know, Kelsey, I think, you know, who am I being now? And then maybe for choices and reactions, but also the other, what was the other question about truth? Am I living truth? That's another, right? Yeah, am I living truth versus, you know, the program? Versus the program, Kelsey. Ooh. Am I living truth versus the program? Mm. And I think that's what I was alluding to earlier, you know, is about we are so many of us living the program. Oh, yeah. Well, the difference between the human and AI is that distinction. AI is a program and we've been programmed. And that's why, right. And that's why we have, we're falling short, right? Because we're not, we're not tapping into our true potential and our true power. If we're infinitely powerful, what the hell, why are we creating this mess? We could be creating it totally differently, but we can't do that from the program. Kim, oh, side note, why? I have theories, but you're going to have better ones. Why is the younger generation more prone to this, the anxieties and like, you know, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. I know one young person, maybe Elaine, who used to work for us, but she's an immigrant from another country. I don't know one American friend of mine who is younger from the Gen Z or millennial who is not plagued by some form of anxiety. Why is it greater with them? As of the 80s, some earlier, but for the most part, um, humans were born with additional energy centers and additional um, perceptive abilities. What? Yeah. So we have, um, you know, we look like just physical, but we actually have an energy body. And the energy body has updated and upgraded and has evolved, just like physical body evolves in certain ways. I mean, after how many years? Are you talking like 5,000? 200,000 um, years of man, right? Is it like... is So is, yeah, after thousands of years, we, we've we evolved through humanity even to be, you know, where we were 100 years ago. But there is a huge upgrade in the energy center so that we have higher perceptual abilities. We have the ability to bring in new technologies and new insights and new developments that didn't... We didn't have that, that capacity before. Some did. You know, there's like Tesla who was like, I create free energy. I know. But the normal average human was in a certain functioning system that changed. And so for these beings with additional perceptual abilities to be in a really low frequency system, like our society that says your values dependent on, you know, what you produce, your values dependent on what you look like, or if other people like you, or your worth is conditional, all this bullshit, right? It's very, very contracting. To the system we know it's not true and it's not okay so those three it. things everyone just so you know those what we've learned to value those three things you just mentioned contract the system okay go ahead so, so it's a trauma people will say like why am i so ridden with depression and anxiety i had a good life i was always fed and had a roof over my head but they don't realize that it is a trauma in that electromagnetic system in our sensitive little soul we came here to be fully expressed and to have love and joy and connection and to create. And then when you land and it's like 
shit, I'm on the wrong planet. There's a really, really compressive low frequency density that we're in. And so a world that says you got to work harder, you got to be better, you got to be this, it's all conditional. That is traumatic. It's profoundly traumatic to a sensitive, empathic being or being with, you know, these extra energy centers. So, you know, a hundred years ago, it's like, yeah, that's how you do it. And you're just fine. That's how we always did it. And yeah. um, okay, but that's not going to work for the new human. We also, we, well, and we also heard from someone else, anything that's too much, too soon, too fast, it creates some kind of trauma. And so, you know, I thought that was really interesting. And you In a contracted to- energy system, yes. Yeah. It's, these beings are designed for that. They're designed for massive expansion. They're designed for unbelievable inspired thinking that would blow your mind. But when they're in a contracted uh, environment, they're not nurtured. They're not getting what they need. See me, love me, tell me I'm beautiful. Not just, oh, you're so talented. Wow, you're so smart. You made good grades. No, it's I see you. I see the being and the essence you are that nurtures the system to let the system keep being the shiny being that we are. And so in this society, especially in us, which is why maybe in some other cultures, it's not as extreme. They're still created with higher thinking, but in this society, it's a very, very suppressive place. I can see. And so I could see where there's the short circuiting going on and the suicide rates. And oh, yeah, that makes it's excruciating. I, I, I've experienced it myself. When you're in that contraction it's freaking excruciating. And even with all the tools that I have access to, I've had to go really, really deep to find ways to unwind that and feel good again and feel light again and be glad to be on this planet again. Kelsey, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it just, it makes perfect sense. And then on top of that, we have these little computers in our hand where we're just like comparing, 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 like, you know, and so it's just like our brains are like, uh, we're never good enough. And it's all, and we're never seen. And it, it makes, it makes so much sense. I was actually talking to a friend about this the other day. We're like, I know the younger generations, it's almost like kind of get crap for it because it's like everyone's anxious, but it's like, we've never lived in a time where we've had something like this and all these different platforms where like people like these kids now, these like 10 year olds are on Instagram. They're on TikTok. They see like other 15 year olds who are famous. It's just like, I don't know. It's so mind blowing to me that I'm like, it's bad. And Kim, do you, you know, when you talk about the, the outer body system being upgraded, is that why a one or two year old is able to pick up a phone and be amazing with it? And yes, like, that's wait. part of it. And, yes. and we're all conf- and like my friends who are parents are completely confused. They're like, yeah, they have no um, outside, you know, they've kept it all away from them. But for whatever reason, they're able to pick up the parents phone and start going to work on it. Is yes. that why so their ex- accelerated learning is integrated in their system and higher perceptual awareness is part of this system. So my daughter and my son are both highly, highly intuitive you know, if I'm having a conversation and then we've ended it and Gemma comes in the room, she'll feel the energy of that conversation. Oh, what, what were you guys talking about? And she knows the feel of it. Oh, uh, we were just talking. Yeah, but I know it was about blah, 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 blah. So, and that's, you can't just play dumb. That's the other thing we want to talk about is how your energy affects your kids. They feel you. And so every time you say, no, I'm fine. And you're really not, it shuts down their energy system because their energy says, 
I know how mom's feeling. I know what's going on. Right. I, I have this. And then you tell them, no, 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 everything's fine. They doubt themselves. They shut down their own knowing. Oh, okay. She says it's okay. So I must be wrong. So they learn to stop trusting their system. I'm sure you've heard about probiotics. We recently partnered with Just Thrive. Tina Anderson is the mastermind behind this extraordinary product. Why do we need a probiotic? The world we're living is so disruptive to our gut health, from antibiotics that we take, from Roundup that's sprayed out over our food supply, to stress. We see symptoms like gas and bloating, diarrhea, constipation, skin rashes, autoimmune issues and allergies, mood disorders, so anxiety, depression, all of those types of issues are stemming from our imbalance in our gut. And the thing about Just Thrive Probiotic is you don't have to refrigerate it. To be a probiotic, it needs to be alive in your intestines, not alive in the refrigerator. And most of those probiotics in the refrigerator actually don't make it to the intestines alive, which is the goal. If we couple the Just Thrive Probiotic and the Just Calm, what do we get? We know the probiotic alone is helping with the leakiness of the gut and helping all other types of things in our, with our overall health. But we know now when we add the Just Calm, it's helping with our mood. Guys, Just Thrive is a game changer. If you're ready to take control of constipation, bloat, and stress and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Just visit justthrivehealth.com and use the promo code HEALSQUAD. You won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Okay, so I, I have something to run no by you. They're in so much anxiety. Can they're, I run this by you? That might help a parent. So I have a friend who has a, um, a life-threatening disorder and she opted to um, lie about it to her 17-year-old son because she didn't want him to be stressed or carry that pain. Um, it's going to be worse. And, 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 and but, okay. on the discord. I want to just, I'm a devil's advocate here. I actually think 17 year man, my dad buried his dad at that age. I was a couple of years old when I buried my father. Like I'm like that, but I do understand from, you know, childhood to that age where parents go, listen, I, I don't want to put that on them. Like Maria does that even with her dad. I'm like, Maria, like, no, stop doing it. You know, he, first of all, he wants to be a dad. He like, he, he wants purpose. Like, don't like you know like don't and the more she opens up to him the more he wraps his arm and he hugs her and like but let's take and it to the, a child difference. like you've got so you've got like this heavy stuff going on and a parent's instinct yeah. is going to be like i want to protect my child from this pain yeah but from what you're saying and it makes sense gr you're creating greater pain especially with these kids who are intuitive enough to know something's 100%. up 
Okay. So for the most part, Uh yes. And you always want to go to like, okay, in my truth, in that, you know, infinite space, you can connect with creator. You can know anything. Um, What would be the most beneficial way to handle that? And it may be like, okay, don't say anything right now. Then we, maybe there's another time. So you can always get guidance around this, but in general, um, being in a shutdown or suppression or a lie, your kid's going to feel that contraction and then they just don't know what to do with it. It'll create a lot of uncertainty, fear, and anxiety. And it doesn't mean you go to your five-year-old and say the whole spiel, but you could say, well, there's something challenging we're dealing with that we're navigating and we're staying open to possibilities and you can keep it really general, but you're going to feel for like, what's the truly best way to handle this as opposed to what the program is telling you. Oh, don't do this. Don't do this. You should do this. You shouldn't do that. You're always going to get a contrived, you know, uh, conclusion versus truth. So get So get So don't honor the program and really ask yeah. yourself, Hey, can this, can, can this, can my child handle this or maybe handle more of it? Um, yeah, and you'll have the awareness of how, how to share it. You'll have the clarity, but you've got to be in that awareness, present in your body. Hey, body, how are you? You've got to be here. And you also got to be sort of, you know, release the fight or flight breathing, release the tension, yeah. be dropped in. And then we're connecting with source consciousness. So you can just say, all right, from truth, what's the best way to approach this with my son? You know, and I bring it back to my dad. I'm like, you know, how do we know that you're not robbing him of the experience to learn from this, grow from this, or be of benefit of purpose? And this one person I'm talking about, her children are amazing. They love her. They they so are team her. Um, you know, it's it, it, so you know maybe there's a halfway mark, like you said, if she finds her what her truth is rather than what's being programmed. What's the program? I think it might help. First of all, help the kids will help her. But secondly, I think I think one of the problems with the the younger generations is the the parents have so shielded them that that's not the world. And then they get out to this world and they're like, ah, what the hell is this? this yes, is not- because they've shut down their sensory system. They've shut down trusting their own electromagnetic system. So then they go out in the world and they don't have the capacitance right. to handle it because you've taught them to shut down. You've taught them to buy into a lie. Suppress, you know, whether it's through activities or, you know, not busy, telling them things. Busy, busy, busy. Busy, busy, right? <laughs> Overscheduling, Right. How do you do, do you do with, with Gemma? Is, is she act, like one activity after another, like this generation? No, she has a lot of things she is really excited about, but we give her a lot of downtime because it's different per kid too. Like Gianni's very, let's keep him occupied. He is very engaged. And if he has a moment of sitting around, he's going to like take a clock apart and put it back together. So we, we resource him, you know, like let's feed him with a lot of the learning okay. and activity engagement. And Gemma, I mean, she's homeschooled. We do um, singing. Uh, she does art. You know, she has groups so that she's involved with her friends that she loves. She has her ski group. But, you know, she recently got out of the, the ski racing team because it really wasn't her nature. Like that's mm. not the aggressive, competitive. It wasn't feeding her. Um, but she has a lot of downtime every day. So she's in a flow and she stays really connected with herself. And what and, do you, you do? Know, what's, what does she do in her downtime? 
Um, so she plays the piano. How old is she now? Eight, she's uh, going to be 11 in a couple 11. Months. Oh, she's older. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, right. so the way she ends up, um, like her schedule's pretty fluid. She knows I've got to do A, B, C, and D, but it's not like this happens at two o'clock. This happens at two twenty. So she has her classes that are scheduled because she's doing it online with live teachers, and she does this homeschool program called Outschool.com that we love. Um, and then there'll be like an hour in between or forty five minutes in between some classes, and she can either like eat. She could, you know, lay down, she could go for a walk or she can do, she's going to have to practice piano sometime today. She could put that in, but she's a little more like tuning into, you know, when am I going to do my reading? When am I going to do my thing and being in her own rhythm? And so that's, you know, she's going to get her needs met. She go out and hug a tree. She's going to go out and hug a tree. She doesn't have to be at the piano at that minute. So there's a lot of flexibility, but she's a fifth grader too. So she has the capacity to say, all right, I need to get these five things done. Let me manage my time. So she's learning time management, but she's also learning how to tune into herself to eat or rest or take a little walk and do what is in flow. And you just basically have padded walls up there for her, right? To, you know, cause she's not gonna be able to make all her own decisions and all. Right. I, I'm here. Yeah. I'm overseeing her. Yeah. Her whole mix of, did you get this done? Did you do that thing? I'm not really policing her so much anymore, but I'm, she knows I care and that I'm seeing it and that I'm on with her and she's accountable. So yeah, if at fifth grade, she's not completely autonomous, you know, for, but I, I think that depends on the kid too. Like you can have a 10th grader who still needs you to be checking in versus one who's like, I care about my, my thing. I'm driving myself. Here we go. So I think that's the other part about parenting is if you're parenting from that inner connection, I'm connected with source. I know when to do A and when to do B. We had to talk with her weeks back. And, you know, sometimes it is a matter of like, come on, we're going to push you through this. You're not going to just couch potato it. Let's keep going. And sometimes that's poison. And this time that was not the move. And she came to us to talk about the whole thing with ski team. And we'd, we'd invested a lot in that. She was into it, but we realized this was not a expansive for her. So my husband first started like, Gemma, you know, we got to finish what you started and you can't just blah, blah, blah. And she was really emotional. And he started on the like, mm. kind of like your emotions together track, which it's not that there's not a role for that. But as we tuned in, it was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not the moment for that. And so we said, Gemma, feel what you're feeling. And she melted down 10 dimensions. Mm. She shared. So because we created space for her, she shared things she'd never shared. I don't think she was aware of because if she's not feeling free, she won't drop into those emotions. I love this. And so we had a profound conversation and she came hours later before bed and said, I need to talk to you guys about something else. And that's when, I mean, she shared something really, really dark. I didn't know. And I honestly don't think she acknowledged it to that level until she knew I'm loved unconditionally. I can share anything. It's safe for me yeah. to drop in that yes. she really felt. I, I don't want to be at that school anymore. Um, I'm losing myself and I don't want to lose myself. I see oh my, my friends goodness. losing themselves. You know, her friend will call her and give a selfie. And she's like, she's like, with the duck not- lips. Kelsey, no, write that down. That's important. 
Kelsey can give her tips on how to do the do Kelsey, can you it show Dr. Awful. Kim soft smile? Show Kim the soft smile peace sign, please. Oh my gosh, I can't. I'm I'm so smiling funny. because no, because it is it's <laughs> I, I it like it breaks my heart because like and uh, yeah. But, his, but here's the thing. But, but okay, turning but like, into a character yeah. instead of her friend being the authentic. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, this but she is was it. aware. And now I know this friend is suffering with physical illness, mental, emotional oh anxiety, in therapy, on medication. She's gone down a path where she's lost herself and she's trying to find herself through being the persona. And Gemma mm. looked at the picture and was like, I, I, I see her losing herself. I don't want to lose myself. And she saw it in her group at school that these kids would one up each other and be tough and be cruel. And she said, I feel like sometimes I start doing it too. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person. And we said, we're done here. You don't need to go. I mean, we had the clarity that that wasn't right for her. I'm not saying you just run away and leave. It's not true. Sometimes giving them the resources to stay there is the right, right. thing. But I felt complete and utter certainty, like we're done because you went to source energy and then she was allowed to do that because I do know there was things in my childhood that I wanted to quit. Thank God my, my mother didn't, didn't let me. And then, you know, really, even after I had great successes from not quitting, she reminded me, remember you, the good Catholic shaming, you remember you wanted to quit. You're so happy now with you. you know. So there is a time, but I always say, Ben, don't break. And, you know, I, I had another friend tell me, her son was crying at summer camp and he said, please, I want to come home. I will do extra chores. I will do like, I'll take extra classes, mommy. Like, and she would talk to the counselors and they said, Oh, this happens all the time. And trust me. And she said, no, I know my son. I'm taking my son out. And he, when she was telling me sometimes I can get to the program and I can be judgmental when I'm at my lower self, and in this moment, I'm like, no, I, I hear you. I, it was, that totally was the right move. And, and for Gemma, and I think what you've given us as the many gifts you've given us in the, in, um, in appearing on the show, Kim, is the fact that with their higher awareness, even, you know, and that we have to honor that. So there's yeah. definitely like, you, yeah. And yeah. They know what they need, but it doesn't mean you let your 10 year old drive. It means you listen from your own center so you know where to go is yeah so you get i guess it, it okay so i guess it because i'm now really rethinking how i had my nephew he's five and we had him this summer and you know there were just a lot of times he would pout um and it was just weird to kind of go to a toy store and say get whatever you want you know and got a bunch of things and he only used one or two of them <laughs> like you know and always need to be stimulated, always need an activity. Um, but I will say he's very sensitive though. He's really a sweet boy and he's very sensitive. And I realize now probably um, need to spend more time sourcing my truth to say, cause there were times where I was like, come on, buck up. But I'm maybe should have let him like whatever he was, why he was pouting, kind of maybe let let them be in that and then yeah. find out and there, more there is the buck up moment where that you're going to be in your clarity no that's the move but yeah kids will feel if you're in your bullshit i think that's why so many millennials are like f you to the system why would i be in a bullshit system you're not happy why would i do this yeah. when everyone's yeah. dying and yeah. so because we haven't given them 
great options, then it looks like, uh, you know, I'm rebelling from the system. I'm they're in the worst position because they're, do nothing. they're in the halfway mark. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? They're in the worst. Yeah. The millennials to me have it the worst because they're halfway. They they have half of us of that 20th century. And then they the other half of it. like, wait, there's more. And I always say half measures is the disaster for anything, you know, in life. Like if you're half a parent or half a husband yeah. or half a friend or half a employee, or half a boss, it's always disaster. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel for them. And the more I do these shows, the more I, I understand why. Um, they they actually say, have a lot to offer. But then if that doesn't get nurtured, they're like, let me just go, you know, go to Tahiti and just check out yeah, a whole thing. Check out I'm, or rage or right. Rage, or light things on fire, drugs, basically. Drugs, right. Drugs. Self-destruction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oof. Um, back to the, the, the children, though, I think that it comes back to that awareness of and, and also knowing you said Johnny's different from Gemma. And I think that that old parenting never did that. It was like they would parent all the kids the same way. And it'd be like, that's not your, that's not who that person is. You know, that person is an artist and a free thinker. That person is like, you know, needs to work, be physical, you know. And I think that, you know, younger parents and parents from other generations, it was that cookie cutter way. And the and the one thing I hear as I'm talking to more parents, and I'm I'm telling Maria too, is, you know, no two human beings are the same, so no two kids are going to be the same. So all the parenting advice is good to a degree, but it's going to come down to you oh, having yeah. awareness to know your individual child, yeah, and work around that. And I okay, so I spoke to a mom this weekend, and she was saying, listen, my son, and you know, really sweet kid very evolved. He's 18 now. She's like, he slept in our bed till he was 13. And the program told me at three or four to do all these different things, lock him in his room, let him cry it out. We tried all that. And she's like, and I'm like, I'm suffering. He's suffering. What are we doing? And she was like, screw the program. And she's like, and then one day, like at 13, one day it just happened overnight and she went to his own bed. And she's like, but we had wonderful memories. And I, you know, like, and, and she's like, so don't get sucked into this, the program. Now that you, thank you, Kim, for giving me this, like the, the program. And I think we all get stuck in the program and not going from truth, source energy of our truth, and then realizing who our children are, knowing they're all, they're different from us. They're different from each other. They're other siblings. And so how you're working with Gemma, you're not going to work exactly that way with Gianni. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to be listening deeply to the moment. That's where you connect with source. That's where you connect with clarity. And so that's why I think that's the number one practice. If you, if you practice that, you're always going to be guided into inspired action. You're always going to be fueled for that inspired action. So you don't have to do it from the small self. Do you ever, do you ever discipline her? Oh God. Yeah. Him? Really? He, he is very, it's a very different way of doing it for him versus her. And, you know, she, I mean, the age is one thing, but their constitution, um, he tests us so much. And so if there aren't consequences, he's like, bring it on. 
So my <laughs> parents, you know, there was like spanking and there was all kinds, but, but yeah, it was actually right. abusive. It wasn't conscious. No, it was out of anger. I know. It was know. very reactive and yeah. really like not fitting the crime. And so I was really resistant to ever like giving him a spank. But then this kid comes along and it's like, oh my God, I know this is what needs to happen. Like he needs to feel it in his body. He needs to ground. And that's why it's it's the bomb. You're going to ground them into their root chakra. Like get here now, hear this. So a little pat on the bum. Oh yeah. So now, and, wow. and but I mean, he was like, but I, I know life was teaching me because it was like, I'm just going to run across the street. I'm just going to run away. Like it was stuff that you're like, all right, I know we need to do this. So I would say, Gianni, stop. I'm going to spank you on the bum again. And he would immediately stop. And before that, there was like no leverage. He would run and he'd go across the street and he'd go here, he'd go there. He was two years old and he ran away twice. Like we had to call the police. So, you know, life is going to teach you, even though you think like the programming oh, is like, no, 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 he, that's wrong. That's bad. That Don't do that. It was clear. It could not have been more clear. And he was not abused. It was a very conscious act. We told him, like, look, this is what we're doing. Look, buddy. So <laughs> he it sounds was, hilarious. How old um, is he now? He's five. He's five. Um, he's like a he's like a seven or eight year old. Like he'll have a he'll he's an adult as far as having a conversation I mean, with someone. He'll have so much is in their DNA too, right? Yeah. I think of my my one of my my other nephew who's now older and he's very successful, and he. This kid, he, you know, he uh, he wore diapers for a very long time. He just didn't want to be told what to do. It just, it, he just was. No matter what, he he was, he was a handful. But he, yeah. from a young age, he knew. But he's very successful now. I mean, because he just he walked to his own beat. He did his own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that it, that's really interesting. I <laughs> I have another friend who has the two kids and the third one is like that. And the bit, he's now three. And this, this is the type of kid, an Easter egg hunt. When all the kids ran out to find eggs, he just took an empty basket and he went over to all the kids who found eggs and handed his basket said, come on, pay up, give me like, he collect, <laughs> like, they're like, Oh my, this kid, they're like, he is, just really like the, they say he's like a thug he's he's you know the other ones he's so very creative send, yeah and there's set you know he's just really um yeah he marches to his own beat he's very rebellious and you know i always say like padded walls because you can't totally let them go off the hook but then i know that's who they are too so that's wh where's the line with gianni right you have to find that line between you don't want to run away and right you're gonna, like, you're gonna teach him uh, that's why it's been a lot of like he's gonna have to learn behaviors he's gonna have to learn what is and what is not gonna be appropriate <laughs> so there was a lot more disciplining and it taught me a lot by just listening to like what does he need and being willing to be that that's what being a loving parent is is you're willing to really listen and do some things that maybe you thought were the wrong thing, but you realize like, oh no, there is a time for this. Like there's a time for, what is it? And, and all things, there's a time for a time to dance, a time to weep, a time to, you know, and even in that Bible saying, I remember um, thinking like, well, there's a time for 
I think it was violence. Like there was a time for, that wasn't the word, but you think like, no, 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 good and bad. This is wrong. No, there's a place for everything where it can be medicine and it can be healing. If you're did not you, listening. Did you, you did you consult therapists and things like that with him? None of the people we would have found were in the consciousness that we could go to and function from. So very few people we've ever consulted for things like that. And did, we can talk next time about relationship because there is an amazing person we've worked with and it's changed my life profoundly. Um, oh, but yeah, I want you, people, we need to do that. Yeah. I'm going to finish now because we all have to go to my, my interview yeah. here. Um, but you know, Kevin, it, I would just say the one thing is where am I listening from? Like we said with Kelsey, who am I being right now? And whenever I'm being the contracted small self, my life will be a shit show. Even as a parent, bringing it back, like yeah. closing on parenting, right. For all of it, because your kid is going to be so immediately reactive to the energy you're in. And if you're in a contracted space of like, well, you're going to have to do this. And let me tell you that they're going to react against that. And you're going to have more of a trouble. And when you soften and you listen and you know, like you choose with discernment, everything changes. Can I leave you with this back to you? We need mind, body, TV, parenting. If you can come up with that. I think that would be very helpful because I'm already thinking, how does this affect? I've seen the one kid that's the difficult one really profoundly affect the experience of the one that isn't. Like I've seen so many older siblings yeah. or younger, whoever the nice one is, okay. really, really ails. Well, I did an episode two weeks ago on Mind Body TV that was okay. using EFT. Um, it's a, a emotional the freedom tapping. technique. For yeah. shifting your energy fields, getting your clarity, and specifically for your kids. And we have the Mind Body Kids program, so people can can go right. and look toward cool. that as well. Kim, we're gonna let you go. You've already right. given us enough I love to, you guys. To, to, to contemplate. Please come back and let's do relationships. Let's do how to clear negative energy. Let's do how to manifest our dreams. All the stuff we didn't <laughs> get to, let's do when you come back. Dr. Okay. Kim DeRamo, Mind Body TV, you guys. Love you, Kim. Thanks, honey. Love you. Bye. Okay, Kelsey. Okay. All right. So uh, here we are back. Um, and when she was telling the story, when she was telling <laughs> us the story about her daughter and how the daughter had a friend who was at 11 is putting up the pictures with the peace signs and the duck lips and, and the daughter had the wherewithal to say, she's losing herself, mom. And this is the energy around this whatever class they were all in together or school. And I want out of it. And I think there's so much to unpack there. The fact that a, a, today's 11 year olds know this. No kidding. In parent, but in parenting, allowing a child to be able to express that too is really important. But then when Kim said about the girl doing the duck lips and the peace sign, it's like, she's, she's lost herself. So she's inventing a fake self, you know, in a sense to now survive and think about, right. Is that, I know that really, I could just see you just, it Ugh. was like Kelsey yeah. got punched in the stomach and you just, yeah. just thinking of that because that, right. You like you, your generation came up in the beginning of all this and there was no awareness. None. Like now we're getting awareness. Thank God it's yeah. beginning and as we know from talking to Dr. Kim, it's a three-part process. It's awareness, then it's the breathing and the kind of the exercises. Once you, after you have the awareness, then it's the choices you're going to make based on this new awareness and kind of reprogramming your body. But you guys, it was 
no awareness, just choices. Totally. So I'm either going to choose to do the selfie with the duck lips or not. And it's like such a society, it became such a norm where it was like, if you didn't do the selfie with the duck lips, like you were the weird one, you were the odd um, one out. Which and like, by the way, and by the way, listen, listen. And by the way. Dr. Kim's yeah. not here. Yeah, total, totally was the, you know, the weird one. But it's, it's crazy. And it was funny. I was even saying to my mom this last weekend where I was like, everyone, everyone looks the same. Everyone starts to morph into one another. Everyone, it's like group think it's so, and it's the like program, it's the program. Like she said, it's the program. Yeah. You know, I was saying to Maria, I say this all the time. I miss, you know, one of the things that was nice about when we went back to Boston, Kelsey went up to the college. It was nice to just see. You know, I, I want to say this in a way it's not insulting anyone's. I don't mean to, but but just to see, I don't want to say normal or regular or bit, but just to see people different looks and different yeah, yeah. different noses and lips and uh -huh. skin colors, uh -huh. hair. It was just nice to yeah. see that. Um, yeah. but again, I don't judge either way. It's just that if uh if all your happiness is predicated on that, or you think you have to fit into that program, then then there's going to be that problem. Of uh, uh, and and again, I, I I love how she worded it about you know fitting with the program rather than your truth. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel yeah, and I know when it's not your truth, and people lose their truth, and then they get depressed, and I don't know. It's a well, yeah, you know, well, the thing is what what I was getting at with her is you don't a lot of us don't know our truth. We've forgotten it. Mm -hmm. How would you know your truth? If you've been doing this for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 right. years, 40 years. And if, if we've been programmed by society and our teachers, our parents, whatever, you know, we've been programmed in a certain way. How do you then know your truth? And I think that's what starts with the awareness and the checking in. Um, you know, I know, uh, is it Dr. Berman? Dr. Laura Berman is always like, is this a full body? Yes. Yes. Yep. When she's about to make a choice, but she's not just asking that. She pauses and she's going into her body. Does this feel like, a, and I think that's how you can start to figure out what your truth is. But we don't know what our truth is. Maybe because you'd say, well, my truth is I want to look awesome in my selfie. <laughs> right. 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 Because you know, everyone else but is. But then pause. Is that mm -hmm. really Okay, maybe you're getting a dopamine high from some likes, but yeah, ultimately, because we hear from everybody when the cameras go off, almost everybody says how much pain and anxiety they're in, you know, that's living that kind of fake life. Right, Kelsey? How many people oh. will say like, this is amazing. I have the best fake life <laughs> ever. It's, then, they don't, first of all, they don't yeah. admit it's a fake life, but they will say that we just see how yep. crazy they are um how much pain they're in almost all of them yeah almost all of them and by the way like i don't know you and i would actually have to work really hard to find one that isn't mm -hmm. i agree it's, and, I, it's and, I, and i tell you we have one friend that has broken away from all of it and just kind of comes and goes now as she pleases and is the closest one to living the truth and to me that's the one who's doing the best because of that. Yep. Um, but I saw your reaction over yeah. that and I saw how hard it hit you. And I just wanted to go to jokes because I'm like, right, hey, right. soft smile piece. And I was like, oh, we're not going to jokes yeah. on this. Like, no, because... it, was like, it was almost like I said, it's almost like joking about 
pandemic or COVID. Like, yeah. You know, it's like, and, but then that really impressed, made an impression on me, Kelsey, with mm. you because, oof, you're, wow, that's how heavy, um, how heavy it is for your gen, still heavy for Gen Z as well. And hopefully we'll start getting lighter because we will start realizing this. You know, yeah, you're, in just, the, you're in the halfway mark. I think your generation is in the, we've talked about half measures on regular guy Friday and how it's a recipe for unhappiness, but right. it's, I think you all are right between motivation and inspiration. And so then, and it's, that's where it, that, the, the pain. And when you're in that halfway mark, it's pain. Yeah. You can't sucks. be happy. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I want you so. to, yeah, take some time and really process. I hope, People listening will take the time to process this episode. I know I am. I have all my notes here. Um, and we'll have to have her back because we wanted to talk about how to manifest your dreams, how to re- release dark energy. We have energy, so much more for her. How to upgrade your relationships. Um, but yeah. we'll, we'll we'll bring her back. And uh, But in the meantime, you can go to Mind Body TV. She's live every Wednesday on YouTube, but then she puts the episode up on Apple Podcasts if you want the audio or if you want the video. It's there on demand. Uh, Dr. Kim... De Ramo, uh, Mind Body TV. And she also has her book, which is fantastic. It's a very quick read and it's helped me a ton. And it's funny, um, my interpretation of what she's doing, my regular guy interpretation is actually closer to, I'm not wording it right, but it's actually closer to what she's saying to do. Mm-hmm. And it's working for me. Just you know, what you've been doing recently? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's I'm great. definitely not doing the I'm, the awareness and the choices. There was no awareness before. It's just choices. Now I've ah. I've brought in awareness. Now I have to do more in that second part. Mm-hmm. Part, you know, that second part, which is you know the 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 breathing and the techniques to slow everything down, um, so I can get to the truth. But it starts with the awareness, you know, which that's huge. That I mean, I'm, that's, I'm seeing it help me, you know, a lot. Great. So anyway, all right. Well, Kelsey, uh, until then. Until then, Kev, be a good person, be a nice person, make good choices, and be present. And we thank you for your patience while we uh, trying to hold the fort down here without Maria. And like I, like I've, I've told Maria, I'm like, listen, honey, we just have to play 500 ball. Patriots. Had those all those games without Tom Brady when he was suspended. They played 500. They won a Super Bowl. That's all we have to do, Kelsey. We, we just got have it. To, we just have to win it. as many as we lose. That's all. Anyway, <laughs> all right, you guys. As we uh, like to say in Boston, we'll talk to you shortly. Bye, everyone. Talk shortly. Talk shortly. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.